In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear community members and dear friends, we have now reached the last Sunday after Pentecost, which is the last Sunday of the liturgical year. Today, the sacred liturgy and readings directs our thoughts and prayers to something important, something that we should always keep in mind every day of our life, which is the end, the end of the world, the end of all things. The readings remind us about the destruction of Jerusalem that was foretold by our Lord Jesus Christ. In comparison, we are also to consider the end of our individual mortal lives. There were some very clear signs announced about the end of Jerusalem. There was, as we heard in the Gospel today, the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place. This was the sign that the early Christians should flee the city. The end of the city was near. And this is important for us. Here now, we think, in comparison, in our personal lives, we should also investigate the holy place of our soul. And if we find any kind of abomination that is sin, there is no other other world. If we find any abomination within our heart, within our conscience, if we find any kind of desolation, that is a lack of virtue, a lack of grace, then we should take that seriously. We should notice it immediately and take note that our eternal destruction is near as well. We have to take our spiritual life very seriously. It's not an option. It's not something that we could consider or not for our whole eternity depends on what we do here on earth. And we have always to remember that time flies, and time flies quickly. I must tell you, I'm often surprised when I look at some pictures of even this church here, that pictures that were taken just a few years ago, seven, eight, almost 10 years ago now, the church was very different than it is now. It was dirtier, a lot of dust, a lot of broken things, water leaks, and now, thank God, everything is much nicer, more sacred, more dignified, worthier to the sacred liturgy. Thank God we will soon have a very beautiful ceiling. The church will be whole painted. But the church has changed, but people have changed as well. I remember those who were babies at the time are now students, teenagers. Their parents have also changed. They now have gray hair or no hair. And the priest maybe has changed as well. The important thing, my dear brethren, is to remember that tempus fugit, time, time flies and flies quickly and we should never tolerate any bad habits staying with us, sin staying with in our life. I read during the week 
this part of the life of Saint Dominic, this great saint, and um, he described how during his late night, uh, during his tearful prayer vigils, he was spending hours before the crucifix, weeping while repeating the prayer, my God, my mercy, what will become of sinners? This is a question for us as well, for all of us. What will become of sinners? What will become of me personally, me individually? What will become of each one of us if we do not convert? What will become of us if we let sin grow, if we live with all these bad habits, and if we tolerate that, them as almost guides for our life? We must be aware that sin is not in something material. Sin is not something physical, but sin is in the will. Sin, as we know, is an act of the will whereby we turn away from God. We turn our backs to Him and we prefer nothingness. We prefer emptiness. So that we must also be aware that a sinful life, as a consequence, rejects, rejects eternal happiness with God and leads to true desolation in our souls. We know that we live in a society which has very time, very little care for sinners. We live in a world where now there is no, pl no place for contrition, there is no place for regret, there is no place for growth, there is no place for change. But we have to remember what will become of sinners. Just imagine Saint Dominic coming back in our, to our modern times and he would certainly be found weeping for sinners with so many reasons. Not only these exaggerated restrictions, of course, but even more important, first of all, I want to mention the abominable laws against life. He will certainly weep on all the souls who have left faith behind. He will certainly weep again over the most abject sinners of our times. I don't want to, to name anyone. But these tears once moved him to action in caring for the souls. So now this is our spiritual program, especially now during the month of November. We also have to move, to act, and to act quickly, and not to delay any resolutions. It's so easy, but that's a big temptation. Our meditation during, now especially during the month of November, our meditation on the four last things, which are death, judgment, hell, and heaven, should also lead us to conversion. These tears are a grace, and a grace that we have to ask, to beg the good Lord. They should be ours as well, and they should lead us to a deeper relationship with Christ and with a new life. You see, it's very comforting, because we must always be assured that there is always hope for the sinner. There is always joy for someone who repents. And as priest, I must tell you again, 
thank God, how beautiful this is when someone comes to the confessional, when some, someone opens his heart and makes a good confession, a humble confession, is when he receives God's grace and then leaves the confessional much lighter, leaving the sins behind him, having his soul forgiven. So let us sincerely cultivate true sorrow and repentance for our sins with a great desire, a firm desire, never to commit them again. And then let us always be humble enough, courageous enough to confess our sins simply, sincerely, in the tribunal of penance so that Jesus himself will forgive them. Let us always, my dear brethren, see the confessional as a special place of mercy, as an encounter with Christ, a place where love, of gra love and grace can be restored in our souls. This is how, with God's grace, we can really tear down the abomination of sin and fill up the void and desolation of our souls with the graces and merits of the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.